Welcome to the Comics Experiment, the show that I bring to you every week here at Comic Story, and we put up on iTunes, Spotify, all the wonderful jazz, and it's streamed live on Twitch every Thursday at about 2 p.m. Eastern. You may notice my two guests on this episode are not the usual two guests. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's not right at all. No, you, we you guys... look like brothers. I want. Oh, we do. Look like are you brothers? No, all, no, all, all of us three of us. Look, look. Well, you right all grew a beard out. Get in here. You're in here. You're oh. part of the brotherhood too, man. Hey, what's up? It's I Benny like, and Bros. I, Benny I like and Bros. Like the so, weird younger I, brother, like the third brother that got all the bad genes. He got the shortness. He didn't get the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, like the bad hair. <laughs> so you guys may remember them from a previous episode, but this is Greg Miller and Nick. Scarpino, baby. I was gonna say Shapiro. And I'm like, very close, close. 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 I, was, I, I remember the S, and I wanted to say Shapiro, and I was like, that can't no. be that. Close enough, though. Close yeah, enough. the fact Shapiro's that I had an name. idea, it can't be you the right thing. You, you got in the ballpark, that's fine. That's okay. all that matters. All right. uh, they're from Kind of Funny, and where can they find Kind of Funny? YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Or YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. If you like games, stuff, yeah, yeah. They're a comic show, so let's say we're talking comic stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, some, but, but com- sometimes people, you know, you're allowed to read comics and play video games. I know, but I don't want to. Why don't we say our Patreons, too? Why don't we throw out our Twitters, too? Goddamn links. Do we curse on the show? Uh, well, is Dame okay? Dame's okay. okay. Well, let's not drop any F-bombs. Well, we put a God and a yeah. Dame together at Sacrilege, <laughs> sir. That's when he comes down. The big man. Stay puff marshmallow cup. That is Manome. So, <laughs> I, I think I told you briefly this, because you brought up the beard. I want to, because, the, so my fans on Twitch know this. Yeah. You started growing out your beard, and I thought it would be hilarious to grow a beard, because I didn't know it was going to grow like this. Yeah, yours looks awesome. Right, and yours I was supposed great. to go to RTX the same time as you, and my plan was yeah. to grow wherever I got it to. I was going to contact you ahead of time to sure. kind of correlate this, and charge into one of your panels and challenge you to a beard off in the middle of RTX. That was the plan. Thank God you didn't, because you would have just decimated me. <laughs> it's glorious. It started it's growing really in, good. and I'm like... Like, because the goal was going to be, like, I was, I expected it, because I've never grown a beard outside of the sure. military, so yeah. it was like, I expected it to be spotty and horrible, and I was going to show up, and I was like, I'll, I'll, t- I'll probably have to take a fall or something, because I'm sure Greg's grown his real, and mine's going to look horrendous, and I'll just take it down. And then it grew in. I'm like, well, we're gonna call this that off. Awesome. Like, I don't want a chance so losing this. So do you shape it yourself? Like, what do you? Or do I, sh- you have a, I trim the sides down so it doesn't go like this. Yeah. yeah. And then I kind of give it like an evil gnome look. See, I like that. Yeah, I like. I like the angular triangle stuff you have in the front. Yeah, I need see, to work on that. I cannot get mine to grow downward. It curls in and then gets puffy on the sides. Yeah, no, it, mine just keeps going down, and so I'm happy. That's with so that. cool. You have that really thick, like knotty hair. I have like. It's a little too stringy, and so when it gets when it gets long, I start getting chipmunky, which I don't like. And my wife starts going like this. No, no. Well, no. that's what my wife does. She, she doesn't like the beard at all to begin with. Really? Okay. To begin with, she likes how it looks. Yeah. Like, you know, kisses and stuff. Sure. She's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason I'm saying it here on the air is because it's a show about beards. Well, we can make it a show about <laughs> beards. But uh, for the longest time, my chat has been like, "What's the verdict on the the Greg Miller beard challenge?" And I'm like, I, "I'm not going to do it." You crush like, me. I, That's I'm, what I'm, I'm looking at. Doing way it. Better. I mean, every, I just want to have the beard. That's all I You're want. All in shape Your beard now. does you not look bad. Work. You got the you got this. You got the good hair going. Dude. <laughs> I just well, have it going. This is last July though, so I just got sure. beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now I wouldn't even be. I'm not even in your weight class, as they say. You know but what but I mean? it was always funny. I'm down here playing in the minors, and I keep telling him, I'm like, I honestly don't think Greg Miller knows because it was just something we said on Twitch. It's not like I was blasting you on Twitter or all the like hashtags. Yeah. Shirts getting made. <laughs> beard off, Benny. It would be like a casual mention on Twitter, and I'm mean, here on Twitch, and everyone is like, Oh, what's going on with that? Yeah, nothing. Nothing is going on with if that. You give your Twitch chat marching orders; they're going to carry them out. <laughs> You're like, I want a blood feud with somebody. Yeah. 
about that's it. That's always the hardest, the hardcore. Yeah. In Twitch chat. That's why Nick and Andy Circus can't be in the same room. And it's true. We have a rivalry he does Do not you? know about. Do, uh, it was, we, it's we, like me and the beard off with Greg. Exactly. We, we, told, we told Andy Circus about it once. And he's like, huh, oh, that's nice. He was Anyways, back to talking about my planet of the That was like your reaction when I saw you last time. I mentioned the beard off. Yeah. You were like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. That's what it is. You know what I mean? I'm Coke, you're Pepsi. You know what I mean? No, no, can you be Pepsi and I'll look Coke? No. I'd like to be RC Cola. I'd like to be RC Cola, please. That was the coolest logo, truth be told. Yeah. Look like the Kansas City Royal logo. I don't understand why. Back in the suburbs of Chicago, we used to go to Danny's Pizza and we'd get a pizza every Friday as a family. And when you ordered a large pizza, they would just give you a two liter of RC Cola. They had to give it away. I know. I know they did. Nobody else wanted it. Nobody wants RC Cola. Who funds RC Cola? RC cars, I guess. You know what I mean? You gotta keep it going. So, okay, so to bring our happy-go-lucky cha- uh, discussion down, let's talk about killing characters in yeah, pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> so, for anybody who's watching this, uh, Marvel stated recently, the editor-in-chief came out and said that they will no longer kill any characters for the sake of selling an issue. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that at all. No. I personally think that they're just saying that so they can kill someone, and we're not going to assume he's coming back in month or two. So what was the exact, so what was the whole, wh- where did this come from? Was it a, a Comic-Con panel? I don't know, it, it was, it was CBR.com was posting it, okay. and so I clicked it, and it was like, you know, recommended by like five other sites. Sure, sure, okay. So okay. I'm assuming he said it somewhere. And so I, the I, idea I, is that they won't kill him just to sell the issue. If they kill somebody, they're dead dead. Right. And that and that, and that was what they had gone into, and I couldn't find out where, the, where he even said this. It was one of those deals where I think somebody, like somebody actually reported it real, Yeah. and yeah. then it, I don't know about you guys in the gaming news, but in the oh, comic. No, gaming news is it, unlocked. They're, they're unlocked, yeah, always yeah. perfect their sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic news is like, well, the other website got it. Exactly. And then you're like, it's like a copy of a copy of a copy yeah, of a copy. Like, I don't yeah. even know where this came from. Why is he saying it? So, I wanted to talk to you guys about sure. killing characters. Of course. Do you, and Now, you both read comics, right? Yeah. To a degree. He way more than me. Yeah, way well, I, I know me. he yeah. does a lot more. Yeah. But you remember the death of Wolverine. Of course. How important and pivotal that was. That yeah. was like, we're killing Wolverine and we're not bringing him back. in an animatium. You know yeah. what I mean? And did you believe that for a second? God, no. Are you kidding me? Not a chance <laughs> in hell. No. That we're way past the point of believing that, right? Because right. I remember growing up, it was Bucky, Jason Todd. They're never Uncle coming ben. back. Huh? Uncle Ben's Uncle ben. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? Of like, if these people die... That's they're, they're it, and that's the end of it. But yeah. I, I mean, it starts with like, well, I mean, it happened before, obviously, but really, like the death and return of Superman, right? Like, yeah. that was the one that took Superman from not obscurity, everybody knows who Superman is, but his comics were tanking and nobody cared. Yeah. And suddenly, like, I, even me, a huge Superman fan, that's what brought me back to getting, uh, you know, Man of Steel and getting Superman, getting action every week. And it was that I thought the lead up of Doomsday was so cool. The death was so cool. Funeral for a friend was so cool. Return was so cool. Like, then I was on lock and I'd read so much that now I was there. And that's literally what Marvel, DC, and even Image to an extent, right? what they want out of these events. They want to bring somebody back in and then hook them and have them not leave and stick around. Yeah. And I, I can't think of any character that hasn't died at this point now. Like, Superman broke the mold. Yeah. You can die and come back. And every superhero has died. I mean, they even killed Spider-Man. But yeah. The Doc Ock swap out. Even yeah, though yeah, we found yeah. out immediately his memories were still around, yeah. we killed Spider-Man. We killed Batman. Even though he was time-traveling, yeah, exactly, we yeah. killed Batman. Yeah. And then he became, like, Doctor Who. Well, that's fun. why, like, again, like, you know, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Like, the Ultimate comics were doing it so well, right? Yeah. Like, cool. Peter Parker, Spider-Man is dead. Right. Here's Miles Morales. Here's him being inspired. And it was like this, what a refreshing, cool idea that, like, something can end and inspire something just as cool, if not more cool, depending on who you are, right? And now you look at Miles being such a huge deal. Right. But at and the same time, do you like there being one world where Peter doesn't ever come back or ever exist? 
Yes, because there's enough worlds where he does. But right? here, here's the sad part. You probably weren't tracking at this point. Peter came back in that universe. God damn it. Did he really? <laughs> he did at the very ending. God the very, damn it. The very ending of the Ultimate Universe, they brought him back, and it was like some lame excuse like the Goblin Serum revived him from the dead and Green Goblin, and they're going to fight again. And then they closed out the whole Ultimate Universe. <laughs> huh. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't make it that far for sure, obviously. <laughs> but no, I like that. I like there being opinion things, and I like seeing these things get tinkered with, right? Like, that's yeah. the most interesting and I think underserved aspect of comics is the Elseworlds is the what if is oh, the yeah. hey let's play with continuity because the continuity gets a bad rap and I'm very much you know on the kind of funny comics cast which is our Patreon comic show I talk all the time about like I would love to see continuity as we know it ended where it would be that guess what everybody there's not going to be for a forced monthly book every month. There's, yes. It's not going to be forced to tie into an event. It's going to be, yes, there still is, you know, the DC, uh, as you know, there still is the 616. People can tell stories in that universe, but they can come out as one collected trade. They can just be one thing you pick up and get like an Earth uh, One, like from DC, right? Yeah. Where you just get a great story and you're done and you put it away and years later something else comes in. People can play in that universe and do whatever they want with it, but it is this forced thing where it, it becomes so intimidating and so awkward, where it is like, man, I'm loving this. I love Superman. What's a great Superman book for me to read? Well, I'm never like, jump in at issue 60. You know, even, I actually hate that response. Because people be like, oh, you got to go read Killing Joke first for the Batman. I'm like, that's the worst suggestion. Yeah. Do you, gonna, do you understand any of that impact? Do you no, understand you don't understand why are? that's an important book. Yeah. And that, or why that matters. Or why, you're just gonna, why is the clown guy laughing? Okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. That's, right. that's a horrible ending. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. And so, like, I feel when you kill stuff and or kill people in the universes and then play along and let it go, it leads to really cool stuff that, again, Pays dividends in the long run, which is always so hard to explain. I think. Yeah. I I, I was explaining to my wife recently. She was we asking about Green Lantern, right? And I was like, Oh, One of my well. favorites. I'm like, right. <laughs> and my, you know, for me personally, even growing up a DC kid, when I got into Green Lantern comics, was Death and Return of Superman, right? Yeah. Mongol comes and destroys Coast City. How, like, in the moment, it's there fighting, doing good, and then it was like picking up the comics afterwards of him dealing with the ramifications of his city being destroyed, him going after the Guardians, him killing every Green Lantern, Kyle becoming, and it was like, before you know it, I'm not only buying monthly Green Lantern, I'm going back and buying all the issues I ever right. missed from that run to get there. And so it was this rich tapestry, which is awesome for the fans who want to be invested on that level, but then terrible for the fans who are walking in to see the MCU movies or you oh, know yeah. whatever DCEU movies out of like, man, that was a cool character. I want to go to a comic store. Oh my, it's on issue 62. What do, what do I do with that? I don't want And you can't find back issues nowadays. It's yeah. impossible. In order to, and that's always the knock against comics, right? That they're too yeah. expensive. So nobody wants to be like, oh, wait, so six, let's, let's do 61 comics times, you know, and just cover price of $3.99, right. not understanding there's a sale in Comixology or a bundle or whatever. It's actually funny because Green Lantern, I fell off of the comic train after the Clone Saga and pretty much only read Batman. It was Green Lantern that got me back into comics while yeah. deployed. Wow. I ordered the Blackest Night book. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, that was so cool. How did we get here? And I yeah. did exactly that. You start going back through the whole thing. like. But like, we're so rare, right? It's much yeah. easier to say, like, cool, I want a Superman book. Cool, here's Superman for all seasons. It's, it's that's a, why year ones are great. Exactly. Yeah. It's an out of it's an out of not context, but out of continuity Superman tale. You understand, you know, Krypton, you understand Smallville. Here's a cool story involving all that. Let's then you're gonna love that. the one I just, I just love's in your desk, The Last Night on Earth. Yeah. Because it's like an out of out of continuity solo Batman tale. It's See, amazing. And that's the thing, is I want them to do more of that. I want did you watch Brightburn? I haven't yet. I, met, I was supposed to, but I was traveling between things, didn't get to it. So. Love Brightburn, and it's like, man, why isn't DC, why, in Marvel, actually, with, you know, like, the what if on Disney Plus and all that stuff that they're starting to tinker with? Yeah. Awesome, that's really exciting. But, like, it's such a thing of, like, 
yes, DC, why aren't you doing more of this? You're doing with the Joker, great. And like the, you know, DCEU universe didn't really work out the way you wanted it to. <laughs> why not take these cool things and give cool, you know, different takes on these stories? People understand it. And right. they're always keeping well, on the rumor of Red Sun. A great example, and I, I'm going to go to you in a minute about your no, pop I'm culture. enjoying the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> a great example, actually, is the Injustice universe. Oh the my God. The reason I love that comic is nine times out of ten, if someone dies, they're dead. They aren't coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm try- yeah. I, th- I guarantee you, I think one person came back and I can't even think about it, or maybe two. Well, remember they did such a great job in it of bringing back uh, Green Arrow, right? Yeah, right, they, yeah. they found alternate ways to bring them back because it was one timeline that could be tinkered with and things could be permanent. Yeah. And that was what made it amazing. That's why I'm excited. I don't know if you're reading Deceased, yep. the new Tom oh, Taylor yeah. book. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, that's in a separate continuity. He can kill everyone. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> Who gave Tom Taylor the toy box? And again, right? <laughs> like, what a great idea of like, and I think that was the thing for so long, especially as the video game guy. Video game tie-in comics are trash, right? Like nobody cares, and like they're just—they don't so go anywhere. Good now. And exactly, I remember when Injustice dropped, and I was like, "I'll try this," and reading it, and it was even in the weird—you know—it's the digital one, which nobody yeah. was taking seriously, so it was in a different format. And you started reading, like, "This is this is awesome." Yeah. And I remember then people—it it totally. Uh, I think it was Kotaku, maybe Polygon. Somebody put up an article of just like, if you're not reading Injustice, it is so dumb. Superman kills Lois. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I was like, are you out of your mind? Like, And it it swung the other way where people were like, no, and came on board and saw it. And yeah. like, that's when, yeah, Tom Taylor, give him anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, So... It's, that was a good, good. Uh, I'm having a hard time segueing. It was such a good conversation. <laughs> I mean, well, I think the easiest is like, Nick, what about you? Do you think it's yeah. okay to kill comic characters? I think, yeah. I, or, think it or, is. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to broaden it for you. Sure. But is it okay to kill generalized pop culture characters? It, I mean, I guess it depends on the medium, right? Like movies are movies and TV tend to be a little bit more uh, permanent, I think, than comics, especially since you have multiple runs of different characters happening at the same time. And I think that when people, I think people are just used to it historically with comic books, like knowing that if a character is going to die, it's eventually going to you're they're going to find a fun way to to bring them back. I'm of the mind that yeah, I think you should kill off characters because then you make way for some of the smaller characters to tell those stories. And I think you know you think back to the stories that you that I love so much is they they always have to have of you know, you think back to like a Harry Potter, right? Where you always Harry have Potter. to have you always have to have the Dumbledore character die to make way for a Harry Potter, who is the main character of the series, but for him to 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 rise to sort of and, and to become, grow, right? To, to grow become and the become who's supposed to be. So like you talked you talked about Peter Parker coming in and uh, dying and, and uh, giving way to Miles Morales. That's a perfect example of how you set that character up with an already established character. Um, movies are a different story though. Like and and I think they absolutely should care, kill characters because for one, practically. The actors are going to die at some point, so you can't. Yeah. You know <laughs> They're I mean? going like, to outage the we, role. We have to start getting audiences used to the fact that yes, there is going to be a different Iron Man at some point. Because at a certain point, uh, and this is the same thing that you know we brought a Bond earlier. Uh, I think before we started recording, but at a certain point, there uh, every Bond actor has has said there's nothing compelling about a 65 year old Bond. Right. Like he can't. You can't be an a- like Roger Moore quit. Uh, uh, Sean Connery quit. They all quit because they got too old for the role, and they were like, we. I just. It's not cool to have this 65-year-old grandpa be trying to hit on 22-year-old girls anymore. It's just kind of skeezy. They really should tell Bruce Willis that about these latest diehards, but whatever. Uh, God bless Bruce Willis. He's got his own problems. Um, but no, I absolutely think they should, and I absolutely think they're doing it right in the MCU, where there is a yeah. sense of permanence in the MCU right yeah, now. Yeah, well, and that's where I wanted to take this, because yeah. the Iron Man death. Yes. At this point, if you haven't seen Endgame, you at least know what happened. Um, and the other death was Black Widow. 
which I still find was a weird choice considering they gave her a follow-on movie, but whatever. That's, that's, we'll see what happens. That's another discussion. Well, see, but Coulson got a see. whole freaking TV show after his death. <laughs> that's but that's, but that's, a great, that's a great way to do it, right? Because you still have the impact of the death, and you can still go and tell a side story that happens earlier or, or you know, like, uh, uh, and without having to worry that you're, you're sort of... Uh, I don't know, making that a little less impactful. And, and that's the thing is like, we, I don't think we're ever not going to see Robert Downey Jr. again in a Marvel movie. We'll get him some way. Maybe oh, he's going to be like blue, the Jarvis or maybe yeah, he's going to please be, be the AI. He kind of did it at the end of that game. Right. Well, sure. I got so excited just to lie. Oh, yes. Yeah, you just salivated <laughs> the idea of an RDJ. But spoilers, at a certain point, too, they're going to they're gonna use that de aging tech and they're going to put him back in another uh, movie that's happening in the 80s or 90s. Easter something like that. Yeah. It'll be super fun. But will have him like the multiverse. Oh, look a young Tony you know like exactly <laughs> um, but he's had his run and and we've all I think fallen in love with both him in the in the role and the character itself and so yeah when he dies that's impactful you know I don't want to get too meta or too philosophical on on why we all really these movies appeal to us but they appeal to us because they really they they mirror the basic human struggle and guess what a big part of that human struggle is death right. and getting over that death and when you have a character that you love sacrifice himself for everyone else that's a that's a real lesson learned for people and if you say, oh, that character is going to come back in the next movie, it's like, well, what the fuck are you teaching kids? I'm sorry, I apologize. You have to bleep that one out. Um, <laughs> but what are we teaching people, right? Like, no, and, this and is I agree. A, this that's is a part of life. comics. Yeah. Because comics do that. There needs to be permanency. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Wolverine death, he's back. Yeah. But they didn't even like let him really die. We immediately got Old Man, Man Logan. Logan. They're like, we'll just yeah. give you an older version. It'll be the same thing, but not. And that's why Tom Taylor again, right? All new Wolverine. Yeah. I started when, that was when, great when Laura took over the mantle. That's when I started picking up Wolverine. You know what I mean? I wanted to see what they were doing. And granted, Tom is amazing, but it was such a interesting look at her character, right? Yeah. It rose her up to be one of my favorite Marvel people. When it was before, I thought of oh X twenty three, the clone, right? That's exactly what I thought. And it was funny because this was during the exact time when all these characters were getting swapped out for legacy characters, and it caused a lot of uproar. And I was oh. like, I, I was like, regardless of what the argument is on the entire legacy character versus new character argument. Laura Kinney earned her role. Yeah. You can't argue against that. Yeah. She's been by his side for years. She worked with him. He is called to the Wolverine. She earned that role. Yeah. You know, regardless of your argument as, as the reasoning behind it, that that was one of my favorites because he died, she took over, and then old man Logan's running and, around. And that, you know, <laughs> exactly. And we talk about comics, you know, death being impermanent and bringing things back. It's the same way of, like, for me as a DC fan, how awesome it was when Dick Grayson put on the cowl, right? And you when, thought, like, he actually was going to be Batman, and, like, long term. And it was like, that's... And then, like, suddenly, like, Batman and Robin had such a new life to it to see... Dick dealing with Damien and Damien not liking Dick and then yeah. going back and forth and Gordon being like you're not the guy like you know what I mean of like <laughs> I can tell right off the bat <laughs> yeah exactly you're not the guy I can Different tell stature yeah. uh, no I mean like talking about just just going back to like the Logan movie right like that mm. what a great fitting end for Hugh Jackman's run as Wolverine yeah. in, 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 in the, the Fox universe. And so, yeah, great. Granted, I mean, look, there is no necessarily, uh, nothing's 100% permanent given that, you know, who, who knows, maybe Disney might buy Fox and good, hey, we're going to get a new Wolverine, right? <laughs> and that's going to happen. But at a certain point, you're going to cast that guy. We're all going to fall in love with him. He's going to get a little old. Hugh Jackman cannot do that to his body anymore. He oh, just yeah. cannot do it. He has to go at a certain point. So why not? Send him off in a very fitting way and make room for, you know, the new Wolverine. Whoever, and that's why the that's movies, I mean, the comic movies in particular are doing, in MCU, of course, is doing such a great job of character building and character arcs, right? And like, you know, we did MCU in review on YouTube.com slash kind of funny where we watched all the <laughs> movies, right? But leading yeah. up to originally, uh, not Endgame, Infinity War. Infinity thank War, you. Yeah. And it was like seeing him in that way, like going from like them being popcorn flicks to being like, 
Oh my gosh, what a what an arc Tony Stark has had, right? Yeah. From everything Jensen taught him in the cave to where he is, where you know, you know, if you die, that's on me. Like the the him moving into that father figure role. Yeah, going from being the petulant son to the yeah. to, to being the father. And now. like and to see that in Spider Man Homecoming, right, where he has those conversations with Peter and teaches him stuff, and you see him learning from his own mistakes, right, and what he's built into the suit based and what he's dealt with his his early career as Iron Man to get to where we are now and see when they were like spoilers are up on Monday, right, the Rooster Brothers and. And then yeah. they drop the the Far From Home trailer and you watch it and it's literally Peter wrestling with it. It's like, please, in so many ways, I, I, I love Spider-Man and I love everything we've seen. I hope beyond hope that this actually is Uncle Ben to him. That what you know, I mean, he put on the suit and bad things happen to when I don't when you have powers and you don't do anything, bad things happen to good people. It's on you. Right. He says yeah. that in Homecoming. But now, like when they see him putting on Tony's glasses, right, from yeah. Infinity War, like, is that going to be either where we get the AI into a suit of Tony or is it going to be Tony giving one final message? Hey, hey, kid, I knew you'd find these or whatever. Right. And you have to remember, like, with great power comes great. Is he going to say that? Is Tony Stark going to say that? Or, or is that just going to be something? I, I hope so. That, that great, would be pretty incredible. Dude, to have that moment I will. Happen. Ball in the theater if that happens. <laughs> if it's, I'm because about like, it. it'd be the first mean? change to like the whole Spider-Man like dynamic. Yeah, and it, it's always Uncle Ben. And they've done such a great job already of establishing, you know, I'm the friendly neighbor, be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? And then like in in Infinity War, well, yeah, I've thought it through. There's no, I, there can't be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood, right? But even in the trailer with Sam Jackson, he's like, you know, I'm a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's like, bitch, you've been to space. Like, <laughs> clearly he still needs that push. He still needs to have it explained to him from the mentor that's letting go here. Right? Yeah. And I, I hope beyond hope we get that one final moment because even... After the fact, you know, you're sitting there thinking about everything we saw in Endgame. It was that thing of I would have even I would have been too cheesy at that moment of Tony's final words to him being yeah. with great power come great responsibility. Well, they but they were cool too. They said Spider Man is the closure to I think what phase three, so we can go yeah. into phase yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I, I thought that was just a marketing ploy, so we'd all go see it. <laughs> and then that trailer makes you go, no, no, this is, is like legit. the actual yeah. epilogue. And, and I everything. can't wait. No, I know it's going to be so good. What I like about the death for Iron Man and the death of Black Widow, though, is even if they do comic book logic and we get them back, the pace of the movies come out don't match the pace of a comic book. No. So if it does happen, you aren't going to see them for 5, 10, 15 years. It'll be very impactful as opposed to the comic where I think Wolverine is only down for like three or four years total. Yeah. And he wasn't even technically gone. So it's kind of whatever. Yeah. That's what's fascinating about. MCU and comic movies and as we are on this precipice of ending phase three and not knowing what comes next is it's easy and, and cool to sit there and be like all right cool man you know a a Anthony Mackie right as cap Falcon is yeah. Captain America which they announced is happening in the show yeah right? the show is about him doing that and so it's going to be like that's awesome does that sell a major motion picture anymore I don't and I, 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 I don't get me wrong I love Falcon and stuff yeah. uh, but I'm like is there going to be I remember when uh, what it would have been Winter Soldier right ended and he, he Cap does the Avengers and they cut is that yeah, Winter Soldier right and I remember looking out at that group of Avengers being like Ugh. This is, I wasn't sold on them at the time. The, the Vision, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who else was on that team. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, and Falcon was. And it's just like we're, Falcon in, was there, we're yeah. in a different spot now for sure in terms of how much we care and love these characters and also what the mainstream is. Because again, like when we were going into Endgame and then coming out of Endgame, I, I was like, Endgame was the most comic book movie I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And everyone in that theater got it. You know, we went. Uh, we wa we watched on opening night, and then the next day I flew to Chicago. Went out with my cousins, who are adults with a real life and don't watch YouTube. <laughs> or anything, and they were they knew she balled. My cousin when mm. Iron Man died, right? And it's like you're a teacher. Like this isn't like your life, but like 
everybody gets it in that way yeah. of what does it look like when it's not this cultural event anymore. It is all right, cool. Here's the Bucky movie, and here's this thing, and here's yeah, like who are, these people aren't the main marquee players you've been used to. Are those the ones that don't perform as well? And what happens, or is it that what we're talking about? The death of these characters, seeing them elevated, means that everybody's on board. And me personally, I'm not looking forward to these new this new wave of television shows. I think it's going to just dilute the waters a little bit. Yeah. And I, I think that like I, I'm sure that Disney has a plan, and I'm sure they have a uniform vision like they, they they've had and Marvel has had. But I just I think that part of the power of the MCU is that yeah, we're not getting you know multiple issues every month right. of, of these characters we have to wait six months to right. see spider-man again right or three months after after endgame comes so, you know we've been there but it's I the mean, same like, between spider-man movies years yeah, yeah. years right and so what two you know, is the homecoming yeah that checks yeah. out Barry, we, give me a check on it we don't get that many uh turns at bat with these characters which is why every hit counts yeah uh, and, th- and that's the let me tell you it. as a superman fan i'm well aware yeah <laughs> and it's and that's how's that man of still too <sighs> man they gotta figure that out but uh you know it's and that's the thing you go back to you talk about uh uh scarlet witch not Scarlet Witch. You mean Black, Black Widow. Widow every time with that Scarlet Witch. I do it. I'm Scarlet the one who Witch. does it on MCU uh, all the time. <laughs> uh, Black Widow's death. If you'd have told me uh, after Iron Man 2 that I was going to shed a tear for Black Widow dying, I would have been like, no, I'm not. This yeah. character is a total throwaway character. They've given her nothing interesting to do. And then through 22 movies, they develop both her as a character, uh, her relationship to, to Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye, and their friendship, which yeah. is really that the power of that scene. Right, which when we're talking about them trying to fight each other so that one of them can sacrifice their life for the other person, you believe it, yeah. and it's so well done. And when she falls, and I, I know there was a lot of people that were very, it was a very divisive fall because of the way she fell, and it looked like. But I, I happen to like the duality of that versus everyone that sacrifices sacrifices the same way. Like if you sacrifice a loved one, it's always the same because love mm-hmm. is the same. I liked that, um, and man, it was just it's so impactful, even for a character that literally could probably, and, and I don't mean this as an insult to Scarlett. Johansson, but that character could have not existed in the MCU, and I, we probably wouldn't have noticed that much. I feel like she started off as like, well, guys, we need we need a woman on this team, and like, you know, Black Widow turned into this major character to the moment where now they're like, oh wow, we really should have given her a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we have a great actor, and yeah. she's in this character, this role, and she's kicking ass. Yeah, we should. Give and that's her a movie. one of the things too, just like the way the MCU aged up and evolved and changed, right? And even the characters inside of it. But I mean, in Iron Man two, right? Homecoming was 2017. Also, uh, really quick, the ending of the movie that you're thinking of is Age of Ultron, where he's Thank looking you. at his own Avengers. Team. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that was the second Avengers movie. That was yeah. good. Yeah, Age of Ultron, for those who are watching, and everyone who's already pounding away at the comments saying we had the ending of the wrong movie. I can't believe they did not know the right <laughs> movies. It's a lot of guys. movies, But right. it's like when, yeah, when you know, uh, Black Widow's... Uh, Introduced, right? And like Tony Stark's like, I want one. And it's like, yeah. ooh, what a, like, that line doesn't age well. <laughs> no. But it doesn't matter because the characters and the themselves aged with us and got yeah. to where they are, right? Well, Tony matured from being the sexist yeah, playboy, chauvinist, billionaire, playboy, yeah. chauvinist, just doing everything wrong yeah, to be the savior of the universe. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but to get there now and like, it's, it's actually interesting where I think even Endgame. I watching it and seeing like her, you know, eat her peanut butter sandwich and cry and then like get there and the sacrifice and it makes me I, even that movie care so much more about her that yeah I'm totally down for a prequel about her and show the Buda- oh, yeah. is it just the Budapest mission is it going to be this is it well they started filming it- in Norway so that's all we know gotcha okay, Norway oh okay well, what can we read into Norway <laughs> that's all we got <laughs> is that new Asgard is that where we're at yeah. but it'll be yeah like I'm I think it'll be actually maybe a great send off I'm sure they'll do a sequel if they need to but like of hey. 
you fell in love with this character through that way, and here is a chance to do it. And that probably will be another Robert Downey Jr. nod, right? He'll be on a TV screen or something. <laughs> some interview something. Shit. Yeah. And that's great. And every time we see those nods, we'll remember how impactful that death was, and that's the important thing. Like yeah. we can, It's almost like if you do it well, and Marvel is doing it well, we can have our cake and eat it too with these. That's a good point. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah, and so then it's just comics. I love a, a good death in comics is great, right? Like when it's done well yeah. and it adds. Like I we're tear up at the, the proper death. You're, sure. Even though you're like, I know they're coming back, I'll be like, that's really sad. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really down. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. You can see it motivate people and change people, and you know, have them step up or change their character, or change their relationships with one another, and that's great. And some, and most, I mean, when they come back. It can rob you of that, but usually it's still a, it, a death of a character is usually not so much about the character from there on out. It's about how it changes the dynamic of the supporting cast. Yeah. And when we see that change in the right way and come out and make cool stuff and, and you know, trickle down to make a more rich universe or continuity built around them, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't mind people coming back because I don't think it then robs it of it. And plus, it's. Deaths are a great reason to jump in. Returns are a great reason to jump in. I just wish the the death to return ratio was a little bit longer apart. I'm fine with them bringing them back for, okay, it's a new generation. We want to get new readers. But like Wolverine being down for like three years, like that's not new readers. You get the same readers. Those same readers just went to Old Man Logan and complained about him until you brought back Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's fair. It's fair. Okay. So I want to end our discussion by giving each of you the free reign to kill any pop culture character. Mm. I want you to go first, Nick, because I'm assuming you've been sitting and dwelling on it. You've had a lot of time to, do, to meditate and think. Yeah. There's, <laughs> so there's one character. We, you know, we we compare. Uh, no, the rules are simple. Just for those watching, it, you get to kill them permanently. They will not come back. How it, the final ending of them? I, mine's a little bit of a cheat. Yeah, how are you going to cheat? I'm already cheating. The last, I, time, last time I had you on here, you were cheating. I know. Well, <laughs> Welcome know, to the next Scarpino method. Uh, this is a fictional universe that we're all living in. Uh, no, I want <laughs> I want them to kill off James Bond. I do. Um, and I want them to kill off James Bond just like a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have speculated that Bond, um, the title of Bond is kind of a code name. Yes, and that's I like how they've, that they've always, they've always sort awesome. of talked about like, hey, we're bringing it. And it's never been explicitly said in the movies. It's always been like canon wise. It's the same Bond over and over. They're yeah. just retelling his story. But what I'd love to see is a Daniel Craig movie where in the beginning of the very beginning of the movie, he dies in a mission and the 007 moniker is given to someone else. We get to see that process. And we get to see that process of, hey, there's only 10 double O's or whatever. Actually, I guess we'd only be nine double O's. Um, In (laughs) in this world, this is a very special designation, so when one goes out, we have to bring up the next person, and and then they have to show the whole process again of him having to do the the few kills that he has to do, which we saw in Casino Royale, where they're like, you know, to become a double O, you have to have a a certain amount of confirmed kills, and then we we see him get his last kill, or, you know, we see him kill a guy and violently in a bathroom um, and then yeah open it up it could be anyone it could literally be anyone you know a lot of people have said hey we want Idris Elba to be a uh, bond yes. we want a person of color to be bond we want a female bond at some point open it up make it more make bring it into 2019 because I think bond unfortunately is still stuck in like the late 80s 80s early 90s um, and you look I think at, Daniel Craig brought him forward a little but I agree Daniel Craig the, brought him the, forward the and then they took a gigantic step back with the last couple movies because they're like oh no one likes these more serious movies we got to go gadgets and all crazy stuff right. but what I what I don't like about the new bond is what I do love about the new Mission Impossible movies is that they figured out the formula of Mission Impossible to somehow grow those movies like we're in an era of movies where we're on the fifth sixth seventh iteration of these big franchises and they're getting bigger we got these oh, people are liking them more like i don't know if you saw mission impossible fallout oh i have it yeah. is arguably the best mission oh, impossible no, I, movie I, I ever 100 agree with you on that one and it's amazing right and because fast the, and the furious did that too fast and furious yeah. did that too and and they both share one very thing uh, one important thing in common right they figured out hey you know what people like recurring characters a team 
a world building experience and a camaraderie between these actors that can only be built after 10 years of making movies. Right. And so I think we need that with the Bond franchise. I think we can't keep flipping people around. I think they're going to try to do it with the next Bond because it seems like they're bringing a lot of characters back. But it needs to be more of a team thing. And Bond doesn't need like I know Bond's always the rogue soldier, but it's not fun anymore. I mean, well, taking what you said, how do you feel about them always swapping out Batman? Ignoring the Ben Affleck situation and the fact, just going to the idea that they only did every Batman does three, we move on. I'm, I'm of the mind that I think we are in a world where people understand comic book movies enough yeah. that you can have multiple Batmans. And what I mean by that is you can do what Greg's always talked about, which is having, hey, have the main canon Batman story that haps, that builds into Justice League. But also, let's cast a random person that's a really good actor as Batman for a one-off series or story, right? It's Throw him out there. He can look totally different. He doesn't have to be the jazz. Stop making Batman the jacked out, steroided out dude. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson thing. I'm that's what I'm hoping they'll do with him. If they're doing it noir like they say they are, I hope he's, they don't, I mean, he's, he's give him, him tone, but, but I mean, like, like he's in like a more cloth-like suit and there's a the thing. All, you know what I want? I just want to be a detective. I want the pen flashlight in his mouth and him going yes. through files, right? Like, uh, like, here's the thing. He can be a great fighter. Yeah, of course. But actually, how about this is going to sound crazy, but give him a plot worthy of his talents. How about you have a plot that's that's so comp like a complex plot that he actually has to figure out so that we as the audience get to figure it out with yeah, him? Yeah, it's like a mystery with him. Yeah. That that's what every good Batman be, story is. He actually has to do detective work. Have him be uh, the Batman that is more like the Batman in the opening of the animated series, right? Where he's, he's in the cowl and the cape, arms down by his side, dodging the punches, and then just lands one punch yeah. to end it, right? Yeah. See, that's how he takes out thugs. He doesn't, and like, don't get me wrong. We BDS, don't, we don't need Batman, Batman scene, him brawling through, that was awesome. That was I'm, not, I'm not at all saying that wasn't rad, but it's like, we've seen Bale, we've seen Affleck, like, like, let's get something different there. Yeah. We've also seen Clooney. Right, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lest we forget. But no, that's, I mean, to the point of what I'm always driving at is like, if I, especially where the current state of DC films are, if I was there, I would be like, cool, yep, we're green lighting this Joker movie. We have the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad going. We got Harley Quinn. Also, we have Matt Reeves' Batman's going. It's a trilogy, great. Also, get me Michael Keaton on the phone. We are doing Batman Beyond. Get me this, yeah. like, and let's, inspire, <laughs> let's do a uh, Batman Beyond inspired from the end of Returns, right? And that's the other thing audiences understand, right? Uh, there's a new Terminator coming, and it picks up right after T2. Forget everything you know. We get got it. it. We're good. We're all Is set. Is that where Thanks. that one takes place? Yeah. 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 Here's yeah, yeah, yeah. the trailer. Not forget right about after, the trailer. but I mean, like, it's like, forget everything else. That's I thought, the, I thought we were going to keep some in the middle ones. No, I, thought, I, no? I believe it's supposed to be a direct sequel to T2. Yeah. Huh. And it's, uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see how they sequel that movie. Yeah, because they've had a lot of not good ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Salvation is the one I think I did enjoy. Is that the one where the guy's the ha discoveries of robot? Yes, that's okay. one where uh, that's the, the guy from uh, Avatar. That's yeah. the one with, uh, and Christian Bale as well. And Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and we, yeah, I like that by one. Mick G of all people it was actually not. It a wasn't bad movie. the greatest ever, but I did enjoy it. They brought back yeah. Young yeah. Arnold. It was dope. Yeah. But again, I think people get it. You can do a montage in the beginning to explain whatever you're doing, or obviously the press tour and the trailers are going to explain that. That's kind of what I'm hoping with the Joker movie, because because yeah. my complaint with them, the Joker movie looks great to me. I'm super excited about it. Looks it. like it's a great trailer. Yeah, it's going to be a fun. Yeah, I, I agree. The trailer is amazing. it a great trailer? But my problem yes, is, it's not. My problem as a comic book fan, what I like about most about the Joker is no one knows his origin. Yeah, he's psychotic, and that's what makes him fun. And by giving him an origin, even if you're like it's Elseworlds, unless that's going to become it, for that's his canon, origin. Right? Everyone yeah. still asks, isn't Jack Napier the, uh, the yeah. Joker? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you shoot Batman's parents. Isn't that how they're connected? And I'm like, no, that was in 1989. Yeah, 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 Hell yeah, yeah. We knocked that out of the park when I was nine. Okay, <laughs> okay we figured it out with Vel along with Velcro. So I mean, I agree with you. I just, I they need to have some clear.
clear way to show. See, I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I want to. Yeah. I think the easiest way to do it would be you have the Elseworlds logo, right? And you start putting that on movie posters. And granted, in the beginning, nobody's going to understand what's happening. Nobody understood the MCU when it started. Yeah, you can get that. But, but here's my question to you guys: Do people understand the MCU? Right? No, <laughs> because you have you have the people who are sitting at this table, the people like us who yeah. are diehard fans, yeah. who of course go back and watch some of the movies as they come in, and, and they they listen to podcasts, and they love being a part of this world, and they like you know dissecting it and all that stuff. And then you have the general mainstream population who probably just go, "Oh, there's an Iron Man movie. Let's take our kids," uh, and they don't really necessarily need to care, right? But What's I think that? they care enough. To, to give an example, uh, my dad thought that the X Men movies were part of the MCU until right. a month ago. But but so, like yeah. but that's, that's my mom's like, too actually. Yeah. But yeah. like but that doesn't necessarily. I'm not and I'm not saying that audiences are stupid. I'm saying that there are the hardcore fans that will get it because they'll follow the trades and they'll read every article and they'll listen to podcasts with people like us explaining it. Hey, this is a direct sequel to Batman Returns, which was the last Tim Burton movie, last Keaton movie. Like a lot of people say, it's the last time Batman was good uh, on screen. Um, <laughs> you like the Nolan films? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Um, but uh, but I think they're gonna get. It. And then the general movie audience is, is about. Movie. They're yeah, they're care. not going to care. They're not going to care. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Right? That's and, fair. I, and I think there used to be a time before, you're talking 15 years ago, yeah, studios, I get it. You're up against a, 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 a really big challenge because you have to not only educate the general population on what a, what what these movies are, but you're also talking, what is a comic book movie? What is a hero? Who's ca- Who are these people? I'm kind of familiar with Captain America. Nobody knew who Iron Man was really in the general public. Yeah. We're not. We're beyond that now. It's 20 years later. People get it. Comic book characters, everything. Just make movies. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, one of my uh, my unpopular opinions that I've toted and everyone, I, I still say Infinity War is a great conclusion to MCU. Yeah. A terrible movie. Explains wow. nothing. It's just people fighting. So if you go into that movie and you have not so seen... Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity War, not okay. Endgame. Because Endgame actually set up the characters that were left. It's interesting. I've heard the opposite from people. Really? A lot of people say End, find, Endgame well, was just like a, a dumb heist film and Infinity War was the one that had all the heart. I was like, what? Because okay. Infinity War to me is all about... all like It tries to get every character in there. And to yeah. do that, we don't yeah. get any explanation. That's true. So like my wife, she didn't get to see Black Panther. She had a lot of things going on and couldn't go see it during that when they came out. And that's Fake a fan. huge chunk of that that is in Black Panther. Yeah, oh yeah. Go to Wakanda. Wakanda. She had no yeah. idea what, any of that was, what was going on. Sure. Why was this important? It's but I mean again, but but to, but to their credit, you could probably go in there and be like, oh, that's interesting. I don't, I've never seen this environment before, and still enjoy the hell out of the storytelling of the she movie. She did enjoy it, but the point I was the point I always make is that I think it's a terrible movie because it doesn't explain anything. It well, just assumes you know it. Yeah, all. but it's part two. Uh, I mean, the, the no, Infinity War is one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah. To your point, true. this dials back to comics, right? Where I hate crossover events. Yeah. Where I, oh, I'm just gonna read the main, uh, you know, whatever, a Civil War. I'm gonna read the main. And you, you're reading like, what are they talking about? All this is doing <laughs> is trying to, you know, tentacle out to make me buy the tie-in so yeah. I understand what convers- uh, Spider getting right or like any of this stuff. You're like, where did where did black what's go where did Spider Gwen go and what is she doing with Jessica? Like I don't understand what's happening. So that's why I that was, was a cool one with tie-ins, man. <laughs> I, exactly. That's, that's why I loved being a part or uh, uh, a fan of the Flash on CW because oh yeah. every time they do a crossover event, it would like end you with the Flash. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'll just watch this one. Yeah. It's fine. I'll figure. I'll extrapolate that. Yeah. Uh, that the, yeah. Arrow's and see again, this. those are the ones I tune in for. I'm like, oh cool, I'll come back for these because it's gonna be yeah. three episodes that are all tied together and tell one story yeah. rather than have to hear whoever the Flash is chasing down what Oliver. Doing. Uh, Don't even get me started on CW Flash. Detective Lance. Meryl. Meryl. You're gonna tell me <laughs> <laughs> the arrow is a olive queen? This guy gets uh, punched in the face a lot. <laughs> no, I don't know. But no, and that's what I've always said. About, I was, I've been saying about Infinity War, though. I think it's sure. a great conclusion for us. Yeah. Because yeah, we're like, yeah. I know all this. This is amazing. I just think it sucks as a standalone movie. But to keep us under time, 
what pop culture character would you kill permanently and how? And you See, don't get to cheat and do a guy that's going to rotate. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I love that idea. I, 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 the idea is great, but we're supposed to kill someone. I've, like, never, I've watched one Bond movie, the one where uh, I thought Christmas only came once oh, a year. Oh, gosh, the world is not enough. Yeah, that's the only one no, I ever saw. Yeah, the world is and, not enough. Uh, so like, I have no interest in it, but that would actually be a super cool one, I think. Yeah. Like, if that's how it started, I'd be like, all right. Uh, for me, I'd want to go back and retcon. I, uh, you, you know well, Benny, of course. My favorite cheap. superhero is Superboy, Connell, okay. the clone. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I never dug how he got taken out. In the whole uh, Infinite Crisis, right? Wasn't that the right. one right? where Super no. Was it? It was where Superboy Prime's back. He's punching the. Because you're talking Connell before Connor. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking Connell. Connor Kent. Okay. Oh, you're talking Superboy Prime. Okay. When, Infinite, yeah, when Superboy Infinite Crisis, that was way. That was Supergirl's death in Flash. That's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, oh, you're right. Infinite yeah. Crisis. I don't, think, the, I don't think that's when it happened. I'm it's not confusing at all. No, not at all. Yeah, right? well, this is the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Final Crisis. Don't worry about that. Which, which event? A lot was of that? Final Crisis sees. I, I, I don't even deny that. I always, I always mix these up. You're looking at, uh, yeah. So, yeah anyways, though, of course, he gets taken out fighting Superboy Prime. Uh, he's able to stop Superboy Prime, kind of save the universe, kind of the multiverse thing. It was a dumb way to go out, and he didn't oh, get to go out, Not he, to come back was horrible. He, yeah, well, now he's back in the Bendis Wonder Book, right? Yeah. So like, it's not reading that. <laughs> it, it, I started. I'm way behind on my comics. Yeah. I start, issues one and two were real good, and I'm in, or Young Justice, right? I'm interested to see where it goes in a, on the Wonder brand of comics. Um, but he just got taken out like a bitch. You know what I mean? Of like, he's fighting Superboy Prime. You're right. A, Infinite Crisis. Yes, nailed it. Still got it. You made me doubt myself. Like, I, I always confuse that story. with Crisis. And Infinite Earths because the names are so Infinite similar. Earth, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, Identity Crisis. Yeah. It's like we get it, DC. We get it. All <laughs> you right? like you the, crisis. the crisis, yeah, exactly. Crisis. But like to go out there and, and, and it was like we talk about how deaths spurn characters forward, right? Yeah. Whether it's them or not. And like I know this is gonna sound stupid, but it was awesome. And stick with me. This is gonna be one of the stupidest things I'll ever say. But don't <laughs> don't immediately throw in my face. It was awesome to watch Superboy lose his virginity to Wonder Girl, right? Not in the perv way, but in the way of like, oh, look. Nice safe. Also, maybe in a perv way. <laughs> it was hot. Don't get me wrong. But also in the way to see him grow up, right? In a lot of different ways of like, you know, they had done so much good stuff with uh, the new Teen Titans. Like that book, you know, Jeff Johns run yeah. on Teen Titans. So good. And to see what the current take on him was and how he interacts with Tim and how he interacts with Bart and, and, and Wonder Girl. To then have this be, well, he's going out, we have to give him stakes and do all these different stuff. To finally have him and Wonder Girl get together in an in adult way, not the triple X version, but like in an adult relationship way. And then the next morning have, you know, her stu stumble into the Kent's uh, kitchen and Martha and Jonathan look at her and be like, "All right, we'll sit down." Like you know what I mean? It was like yeah. such a cool like have we'll have breakfast, honey. You're here with us, and it was like <laughs> such a cool like he's not a child, he's not super boy, he is a person, he is Connor Kent, he is a teenager owning up to it, and it is a modern version of it. And what does that look like? And blah blah blah. And then to immediately have it snuffed out, and right. it was just like, "All right, cool." And then yeah, and well, then it, how would you kill him then? How would I kill him? Yeah. I would want him. I think he should have died in Teen Titans, and I think he should have died with the Titans. I think that would have meant more. Fighting Superboy Prime, who's a character, like, to, I mean, they explain who he is, right? All right, okay, cool. But he's been like, he's punched the universe. That's how they. Yeah. That's how you brought back Jason Todd. You know what I mean? <laughs> he punched the universe, and it went. Womp, 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 I've always and brought him back from the dead. Like, cool. come on. I've always dope. found the power levels of him cool. But he's such a convoluted character. Everyone's like, bring him back now. And I'm like, you can't. Oh, How yeah. are you going to explain him to the average comic book reader who jumped in since New 52? Yeah. You can't explain Superboy Prime. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. God, Superboy is such a compelling character, too. Could you imagine if they retconned the whole DCEU and just started with a Superboy movie where Batman or Superman's been dead? 
and they just cloned they him, just and cloned that's him. how it started off. That'd be awesome. That'd be I mean, something different and cool, rad. right? Cool way to do it. But yeah, I'd have him die, and I'd probably have him die in Titans, and I'd have him die to Deathstroke. Deathstroke, of course, always so with doing, like the Titans all going down together. Exactly kind of right, because do you remember when they started Teen Titans, the Jeff Johns run or whatever, and. Uh, he, they're all fighting and it's early on in the issues and it's right as impulse becomes kid flash or it's the thing that'll turn him into kid flash but bart runs out right and i forget how deathstroke stops him but then he puts a shotgun to his knee and he goes send a message to the the, the adults and blows his knee apart with yeah. a shotgun kids shouldn't wear costumes and it was like it, then they rush bart to the hospital and they're operating on him but his he's healing so fast and he's healing wrong so they have to keep right. hurting him keep breaking the knee and keep cutting him oh. off. and it was like what a fuck! What a cool way to do it, right? Uh, what a really cool one. way! What a cool! I didn't get it all the way. You have to bleep that. Yeah. What a cool way yeah, to like, again age them up because it right. was taking them from Young Justice, which was fun, Peter David, right? But it was quirky and goofy and colorful and you know shenanigans. And Teen Titans was like this is a real thing. So in the yeah. same breath, to propel everyone forward, I would rather seen his death mean something there and propel the whole team forward as to what it means because they did it. Then they came out and like. Tim really wrestled with it. You know, Robin, he was like struggling with the death of Superboy. And like at one point he made him, he, him and uh, uh, Cassie kiss. And it's like, well, and then it's they wrestled with it in a cool way, but it was never in their house, if that makes sense. Right. I wanted it all in their house. I didn't like it being somewhere else and then not getting the credit or, you know, the love it deserved. No, I agree. Long answer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, this is probably a topic for a totally second podcast. But one thing I've always disagreed with is the fact that the characters don't get to age and right. and, and grow up and yeah. things change them permanently. Well, that's the, the you biggest know, the, worst example is Damien. He has had so many redemptions where he's like, oh, he's finally like Batman's son and he's redemption. He's redeemed. He's going to yeah, yeah. be a great future Batman. And then like the next issue, he's like, forget all that. I'm putting him in prison. I'm killing somebody. Yeah, I'm killing know? someone. Like what? Oh yeah. And even right. now, like, he has to be 13 forever. Have you seen the, the Bendis jump here with uh, uh, Jonathan Kent? Again, yeah. I'm behind on everything, but now he's like 16 or 17 or whatever. It's like, great. How they? What does that mean for Super Sons, which is a great book? And, yeah, well, you know, they, they now write those out of continuity. I know, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> great. it's fantastic. Yeah, comic yeah, books. The, and, and, and I'm not against what Bendis did with the Superboy jump. No. Because it's a dumb for, way to do it. It's a dumb way to do really it. Really dumb way to do a it. Really dumb way. But uh, it's for a, he said it's for a purpose of Connor's coming back and for John, who's the true son. I don't like that. Sounds like a cool comic. What are you going to do when it's done? Because now you've aged Jonathan up, and you you did it for one story arc. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you de-age him. Otherwise, the, whoever has Jonathan next is just going to be stuck with this awkwardly like seventeen-year-old Jonathan, and also have Connor, and also have Superman, and also have Supergirl, and no true Superboy anymore. Monels popping back out. Rogel Zar is all over there. And Zod's there. It's like there. You're not the last Kryptonian by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> And when they tried to clean that up, kill off all of them. Yeah, yeah that was fun. I mean, just do it. Like, you know, why? Why is Jor El alive again? Why know. is Jor El alive? And weirdly, like scarred. I got it. one eye, and I'm like, oh my god. And a weird haircut. The, what, what, I mean, the, the book. It reminds me of the Hound right now. <laughs> right? No, totally. <laughs> the book I would love to see someone write, based on everything we're talking about, right, would be all right. Cool. Bendis moves on or whatever. They just want a thing to deal with all this. Is a book that's just 12 issues even of. Clark, Lois, and Jonathan really wrestling with what this means. Yeah, because Bendis has done a good job of Lois or 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 uh, Clark breaking down when Jonathan's telling these stories and stuff. Yeah, but again, it's like he went from being seven to seventeen. You missed ten years of your son's life. 
Like, how do you guys as a family it, come to cool, grips with that? I like, I like what he's doing as Superman. I do like that because yeah. he is wrestling with those ideas, and I want him to go deeper into that. Yeah, me too. I do dislike his action run, though. I think it should just be called Metropolis. Yeah, that would it's, be it's not about Superman. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Which I dig. Like, when it was, he got announced as, like, Superman, Superman, action's going to be Clark in the Daily Planet. I was like, all right. But even then, we bend the rules, and it's not. It's like, all right, well, come on. You're, you're, you're like, teasing us as Superman. Like, yeah. oh, there he is. But, all right, I'm going to bring this one to a close. Uh, real quick, because uh, I've done this type of show before with other people, the person that I would kill would be officially kill Batman. But mm, nice. j- just to give you guys the quick roundabout, it's not because of what happens to Batman, because then I'd, what we were discussing was how we would do it, and we wanted to see how everyone truly coped with the death of Batman because he's not coming back, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the saddest moment that we got out of that one, I just figured I'd let you guys know. Please do. Uh, it was going to be a whole issue dedicated to Alfred, mm. whose entire mm. purpose was to make sure that everyone was okay, mm. and they all forget him. Yeah. So he's alone in the mansion at the end of the issue. Yeah. And that was that. Damn. That was like our big heart, heartwarming well, hitting moment where every like he's there for everyone else, but everyone forgets Alfred. Well, you read like I cried when I read the Father's Day uh, story. Yeah. Like I forget what, what was that. In? Was that in De- Detective a Thousand or whatever? It what, was one of those. One of those yeah. compilations. I think it was an annual. Yeah. Actually, I think it may have been an no. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. No annual sounds right. That yeah. sounds pretty right. Well, whatever. Yeah. But like the end. I've always when, loved his relationship with Bruce and yeah. the kids and everybody. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. That was a way. I, I we had a whole discussion. It was like a whole episode of just how to kill Batman and keep him dead. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Comics Experiment. You can find it live on Twitch every Thursday at about 2 p.m. Eastern. Twitch.tv slash Monster. You can also find it on Spotify, iTunes, all kinds of stuff, and right here on the YouTubes. And you can also find Greg and Nick at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Or YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Game. Complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Or patreon.com slash kind of funny. They're everywhere. <laughs> Just search kind of funny. You'll find us. <laughs> I like to contribute. I love you. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. And I'll see you next time right